0: Welcome back to another off the record podcast, and let's start, of course, with some breaking news. It's coming home. <laughs> Jamie's man bun makes its first appearance, <laughs> and there is new equipment. Let's Yay. get let's get stuck into another <laughs> off the record podcast.
1: Music, industry talk, stories, equipment and more. We are Crossfader and this is
0: Off off, The Record. Off The Record. Off The Record. Yes, it is myself, Lawrence James. Myself, Danny James. And myself, Jamie Hartley. Welcome back. Yeah, like we say, um, first of all, it's coming home. It is. I think officially as we speak. England are the greatest team to ever play football. Um, (laughs) This might age really (laughs) badly. I um I'll I'll leave Crossfit if we don't win the World Cup. That's how confident I am. Oh wow. And yeah, all of our nations suck. And that's we're just, uh, Are we're we just playing amazing. France next? We're playing France yeah. and yeah, so they've got the best player in the world. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna put four nil on and I think yeah. And right. yeah, so all in, let's we go. Went and watched the game last I, night in I, town. And actually I, this is DJ related as well. So I've been yeah. I've been DJing our World Cup games and Getting paid to watch football is literally my childhood dream. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: what does that involve? What does yeah? It entail? So, it,
0: basically, yeah, they open the doors an hour before the match. The match is on the big screen, which is where they usually put all the visuals and stuff. So, they put the match, they put the game on the big screen for an hour before. I just play a lot of get you in the mood for football bangers, basically, before the the game. Um, and then at halftime, you play through halftime. Basically, play all the football songs sweet caroline's a big one yeah big yeah. big one um and then when we win which i say when we win at the end of it you play a couple of tunes at the end as well and everyone's dancing on tables and so it's a lot of fun a lot of pints are drunk and things like that so nice. it's a good time it's a weird time to have a world cup at christmas but yeah. it kind of fits I can't, I can't, i'm here for it mm-hmm. it must so, be quite fun to dj though yeah it definitely is fun because well it is fun but we did draw with usa um nil nil And that was a bit tense because it was like a super boring game. And, you know, at halftime, you're trying to get them going. But then afterwards... You know, people just angry and they were throwing their drinks yeah. at the screen and stuff oh, like that. No. And also, you need to be careful. Like, so all of the equipment is wrapped up in plastic, and I've got like towels over the decks <laughs> the deck because when they score, I, I, I think this is just an English thing. We're just a bit, yeah. more, well, bit right. more. I was about to say, is it just an English
2: again? thing that like we have a, like full on nightclubs turn into like these <laughs> venues where people go and watch football and throw drinks around we and just, listen to DJs yeah, like play so, football on Yeah. Like, yeah so that, when
0: we scored, because <laughs> I'm at the front watching it i literally have to look behind me and there's like stellar cans flying at my head because we're <laughs> for some reason when you score you've got to throw your full pint in the air i don't know what that is about but it is what it is i'm hoping it's just an english thing <laughs> apologies to all other nations but um <laughs> so yeah that's been going on and um
2: and, and also i am yeah. out of our sweepstakes so a bit, bit gutted about that yeah yeah, yeah. We've, got Keep little, going on it,
0: but... we've got a little sweepstick going so um none uh, of my teams have pulled through who has got england Katie. Katie's, Katie's, win, on, yeah. Katie's gonna win because we're gonna win the World Cup like I say <laughs> um, let's get into some news um, as we speak the brand new Rain 4 controller has just dropped along with the official release of Serato 3.0 yep yeah, yeah. It's been
2: out in beta, hasn't it? 3.0 for a while now. Yeah. So
0: I read on Sorato's um, press release towards that 50,000 DJs have been beta testing wow. this, this uh, product, which equates to a million sessions that they've recorded and tested. Nice. So this is, you know, been a you know, long time coming. They've made sure they've got it right and working and things like that. So it's a come out, and it is it coincides with a brand new controller, which is I'm really excited about. We have just done a full review and uh, a full mix, so go and check that out, and Jamie, you did the review, do you want to break down what it is? Yeah, well, first
2: of all, let's just say, because this is off the record, we talk a bit behind the scenes, and we've had this controller for quite a while, and it was the fact that they kept dropping little hints and, like, teasers about it on the Instagrams, and um, we were getting sent little images, but not the whole thing. And then we finally got our hands on the whole product. And basically, just to let you know a bit about what's been going on, we had the product for a while, but we had no idea when it was going to get released because yeah. it was all down to Serato when they were ready to push Serato 3.0 live publicly. And then in music, who, who make the controller, who are you know, part of the Rain, uh, Rain is part of their group, they suddenly were like, oh, we're going live with it next week. And we're like, <laughs> oh, right. So now's the time we need to actually like test this thing out because bearing yeah. in mind it's all been beta versions of Serato until this point. And even this controller had loads of work to be done on it. Um, so we've had so many different versions of the software right up through reviewing it and testing it and everything else. So it's been a bit, bit all over the place in a way, but it has been a fun controller to get hands yeah. on with. So first of all, the yep. big thing that comes with it is you will maybe already know about Serato Stems where you can split the instrumental and acapella and things like that with music. But this controller has this new feature called Stems Split, which then what it does is it basically, you press one button and it will split the instrumental onto channel three, for example, and the vocal onto channel one. This is a four-deck controller. So then on the left-hand side, you've basically got faders, volume controls, the ability to apply effects, EQs, everything for both the instrumental and for the acapella. Same on the right-hand side. You can stem split the right-hand side. So this is where, if I can just paint a picture, you know, you could have a track loaded on deck one, you could then split it, and you can echo out just the vocal while scratching in a track on deck two, leaving the instrumental on, which would now be channel three, leaving that running and scratch something new in, and you can really, really take control of... The elements of the music now and mm-hmm. for me it really makes sense from this four channel controller perspective yeah. Yeah, i've so always that. pushed back on you don't need four channels to be a good dj or anything
0: like that this ma- this makes it make sense exactly because, because yeah. people are assessed like you say with with wanting a four channel controller so effectively what do you want to do on either two channels well generally you probably want to be mixing in and out kind of vocal elements but to do that you have to press the layer and then all of a sudden you're, you're under a different layer and you're trying yeah. to figure it out and it's just all a bit fiddly, but this one, like you say, one button separates it so you've got full control over all four um all four channels with like a click of a button and yeah, yeah.
2: and then even better you can lock it back together so yep. you can scratch away just the vocal over its current instrumental do whatever you want with it like hot cue it do anything you want and then you can press the stem split button again and it locks the acapella and the instrumental back together where they should be as its original song and you can just treat it as a normal song again which is a super cool and it's definitely this whole new approach to mixing especially for me Big time. you know it's 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 making me think about DJing in a totally different way now, yeah. which is the I've got to say it's probably one of the first times in the last sort recent of recent history. Yeah. yeah like where you're like five oh, actually, plus years that yeah. something's come along and I've gone, okay, this is a total new thing that I yeah. want to really like that's inspired me as a DJ, let's mm, say. Big
0: time. Yeah. I, I, I was putting the mix together and yeah, just realizing that I'm not really using the EQs anymore because he, why why I don't need some. I've got the full clean acapella there. Yeah. I've got the instrumental um, but like you said i had I, I was playing away with it for four or five hours just having fun with it and that's another thing bringing bringing back the fun element and things like that so yeah i'm interested to see how it's going to be received like anything that's kind of a big change there's always a pushback of of, of something yeah of like oh you, you know you don't need this or why is it this and, and things like that um so yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens and as, as we speak, we don't even know what the price is just to let you behind the curtain even more. This is a very last minute job so we all know by launch but we still don't know how much it costs. No. We, yeah, <laughs> we've
2: been told like it's probably going to be around this kind of bracket yeah. so we've
0: based our review
2: off that so <laughs> but we're, we're, uh, we we yeah. don't have a final price. So Yeah, um, yeah it's not going to be available as well. It's worth noting yeah. that, that they're not going to be selling these things until we've been told the Q1 of 23 so that could be January, could be February or could be March yeah. um, of next year so in the first quarter of next year um I, like i said this was like a collaboration between serato and rain and it's been going on for the last two years and they've been working on this product for the last two years and it was kind of in serato's hands to like when this was going to mm. get announced because they wanted to tie it in with the launch of 3.0 yes. mm-hmm.
0: go and watch um scratch bastards um mix yeah. on the rain uh, 4 it's absolutely sick it's not on the Rain Four. <laughs> sorry oh, not no, on the rain not. 4 but with, on 3.0 with, yeah, so, with yeah 3.0 stems. sorry my bad um yeah. it's pretty sick the visuals are Amazing. Well done, Serato. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, it's worth having a chat, quick chat as well because yeah. one of the big things is it's not got motorized platters. I know a lot yeah. of people are going to be yeah. like, well, you know, I'm used to now the Rain 1 has motorized platters. The mm. Rain 12s have motorized platters. Like, isn't this the new normal from Rain? Like, where's the motorized platters? Mm. Do you feel like it needs them?
0: No. No, it's I not. Don't, a need. I don't think it does. Um, and it's to do with the four cha- it, it's It makes it. Um, a bit more open for all DJs because with the four channel and things like that, like you say, people generally you watch a James hype video. And it's got four decks and that's what I want. And if that had motorized platters, it would alienate a section of the industry, I think. Yeah. Um, So for me, it doesn't need it hundred percent. And the, the jog, the, the jog wheels feel great by the way. They've, they're basically mm. CDJ jog wheels so that's how they feel that's, yeah. the scratching's on point um, yeah for, so for me absolutely does not need it at all and if you put jog wheels on that it'll be so heavy <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Um, if you, if they were motorised yeah it's um, really portable it, yeah I've super super portable compared
2: um, to even the Rain 1 which yeah. is maybe slightly smaller but it's so heavy that you just don't really want yeah. to lug it around anywhere As this is like definitely portable
0: yeah so off the record podcast listeners this is our Second to last podcast of the year. We will be doing an end of the year one next week. Mm-hmm. But because Danny James is going away, this is his last one. But yep. tell us where you're going because it's exciting. I am going to the Alps in France. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Yeah,
1: I'm excited. <laughs> I'm really excited. It's going to be about. really cold. What but is it? It's a festival. Yep. So we usually go. I know Jamie's been a lot of times mm-hmm. you know, this year, but it's very, very good. It's very cold, but it's great. We've got parties up in the mountains, middle of the mountain. What yep. what what are you going to be? Where are you going to be DJing? I am DJing at what's called Panoba, which is about halfway up the mountain. So you get all the people skiing down from the top, and then they come and meet in the afternoon and have a big old party and you yeah. get really drunk, and then ski down when they shouldn't. Big festival yeah, in the snow. What, who's on the lineup? Um, they've got loads this year. So they've yeah. got um, Chase and status is Jeez. headline. I think uh, I'm not sure if Rodigens there. Yeah, he might be. Um, and they've got like Melee the people like at LF System are there. Oh, nice. So yeah, a lot of current artists, a lot of uh, lot of stuff going on. Have you got the lineup there? I'm just getting it now. Yeah, yeah there's lo- there's loads this year. Like there seems to be way more than there has been in the past for some reason. Chase and say it. it's Patrick Topping again. He was really good last year. Sigma, TriFx, eats everything. Sister, sl- Sister Sledge. Sister Sledge. Sister Sledge. Sh- Sister sledge. Forgot about oh. that one. Oh, yeah, that'll be good. Well, you'll be able to watch Damn some uh, football World Cup games as well. You? Well, I'm hoping if you like what you say is right, in England win, it's going to be good. They well, They're going to win because we're the best yeah. team in the world. Yeah, some real good... Anyway, yeah, really Shout good out
2: lineup. to Nia Archives, who's going to be there as well. She yeah. just won yeah. the um, Best... They the, the just started, thanks to Jaguar and her foundation, some of the collective um, that got together there, they've started Best Electronic acts yep. in the mobile Awards, yeah. so it's like a british award ceremony um and they've really focused this year around like electronic music as well yep. because it's nice. not just you know that you know they were sort of getting <laughs> left out in these awards so it's a big thing and Nia archives actually won i think for um the the best electronic act of the year which is awesome yeah nice right, so you get to see her yes yeah, so there's a huge lineup this year
1: it's gonna be a it's gonna be really good i'm excited to go i've got um so i've got that set that's like halfway at the mountain and then they have like a couple of clubs that are open during the night until like the early hours and got a few sets in there. What do you
2: play on a mountain? <laughs> <laughs> feel good vibes. Yeah, you know what course. always
1: goes off yeah. that i found more than anything? It's just drum and bass. Drum and bass and snow just <laughs> like, I don't know what it is, but it's like there's yeah. some sort of magic that yeah. just happens. It's really Agreed. weird. Like you'll know exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like it's just like an extreme sport, high energy, high yeah. music. Like that's, it yeah. just works so well. Yeah. But
2: then that kind of like disco house vibe as well. Anything yeah. that's feel yeah, yeah, good, yeah, yeah. anything that's uplifting yeah. – I think literally because you're elevated up, um, yeah. you can just see like just a mountainscape, And yeah, it's just, it's, it's breathtaking.
1: It's, isn't it? like I say it every time, but it's like DJing in front of a windows wallpaper. Yeah, Cause yeah, it just yeah. doesn't look real. Yeah, like yeah, when yeah. you're looking out, it's like, how is this a real thing? You get but
0: to, you get to ski and stuff as well. I do,
1: but I can't do it. <laughs> I'm so bad at it. Like there's, there's videos of me that you will be able to find on my yeah. Instagram. That is pretty terrible of me trying to ski. So <laughs> I try and stay away from it. There's a lot of people
2: that go to these festivals that can't ski or snowboard. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. all about the app, All about getting drunk it and is. enjoying
0: the party in the mountains. It is Amazing. Right. Moving on to this week's topic or this week's theme is all about how to um, practice as a DJ. And we just going to kind of go through some tips. I've got some questions from our discord and things like that as well. But the main one is, you know, when I started DJing, you know, practice, it, it, practice didn't ever feel like practice. It was just playing your favorite songs over and over again. And then eventually he was like, oh, I can DJ now. <laughs> yeah. But now there are tools and, and YouTube videos and things like that. So people, um, whether they want a structured practice, like a you know, a follow along course, or whether they jump on YouTube and pick out little bits. And um, I thought we could just offer some maybe advice to either sort of spice up your practice or um, what you can do um, that, that just differs it up or things like that. So starting off with like the, the super basics, like how would you if say you come along a, a YouTube video, and you wanted to get into it, and you've got a controller and things like that. Um, you know, what are, the, what are the sort of fundamental things you need to practice as a DJ as you as you're just getting started?
2: Well, it's you've got to kind of know your skill level, really. Um, if yeah. you're wanting to add new skills to your skill set, you've got to know where you're at currently. Yep. Um, and like how confident are you in the basic foundation things of mixing one song to another? If you're still working on that stage, then yeah. you want to make sure you're not trying to overdo it and use loads of performance features on your equipment if you're still struggling to get a nice, clean blend from one song to another. So it's kind of understanding those different levels of DJing you know, keep it really simple to start with. If you're on that journey, focus on clean mixing, focus on using the EQs on your mixer and getting a nice sound at the end of the day and Mm. placing and structuring your set well because there's no point hitting loads of pads and buttons and adding loads of effects and doing all this crazy stuff on your equipment if the set isn't structured very well and you're kind of a bit lost as to when to mix a song in or anything like that. Mm. So definitely know where you're at on your journey of learning. And then I would say focus on that one thing. So let's say you are just, you, you're not really sure how to use EQs, then you want to focus on just mixing with the EQs. I always try and do this thing of like, quit, like cancel out the overwhelm, yep. because it's so easy to just try and mix new songs all the time. But actually go back and just choose, I always say just choose 10 songs, put yeah. them in a playlist, songs that you know well and mix them over and over and over and over again till it is just like muscle memory, till mm. it's mm-hmm. part of your subconscious and you know what's going to happen on that track as it's playing. You don't need to look at a waveform. You just feel it coming in and it's that feeling that you get and you'll just know when to swap the EQs because you've done it 10 times over. Yeah. So definitely cut down that overwhelm is a huge tip from from my side. Mm. Um, and yeah.
0: then, Yeah, yeah. I think you don't. Do you ever stop practicing? Not Did, really. No. We were just talking about it then with with the thing like the rainfall coming out. There's there's like a new thing to practice now, isn't there? Yeah. Because it's like, oh, actually, there's, now I need to figure out how to DJ in this kind of way. So it's like, oh my god, mm. I've got to sit here and relearn these things. But it's all again, in that fun element and, and choosing yeah. music that you want to be playing that you can listen to over and over again without getting bored or anything like that. So,
2: so let's use that as an example. Yeah. When I got The Rain 4 out and we're now looking at, okay, stems, I need to be thinking yeah. about what vocals, and uh, what parts of the tracks can I do something creative with or mix yeah. to make sound cool? Yeah. So I would literally then just start listening to music. And i go through and I'd I'd use my knowledge of music from the past 10, 15 years and think about, okay, how can I have some fun with this? What is like a recognizable vocal that I've never been able to get the acapella of before? Let me load that in first. And, oh, that sounds great. I've got that isolated now. Right, what will mix with this? Let me think, okay, what's like a recognizable beat that I could layer under it? And I look through my library and I'm like looking at what's in key. Yeah. Sometimes looking at what's in BPM, but not always because it's quite nice to sort of stretch the BPM of some tracks. Well, you know, you well, can that, move the vocal to a totally well, different BPM. Well, that's a
0: good point as well, like, you know, forcing yourself to mix genres that you might not even be into. Yeah. And um, there's a question on the Discord or somewhere like that saying, you know, have, have you, um, you know, throughout your DJ practice, has that le- ha- led you to liking genres that you wouldn't them like before? 100%. 100%. It's like that's the whole like music discovery as a DJ of like, oh, mix you know, you'd. At one point in life, I've mixed a hip hop song with a drum and bass song, and been like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, like yeah. it's just like that 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 feeling. And, and say you say you just like you know tech house or something like that. Um, try and mix a couple of R and B songs together just to see what it feels like, and yeah. um, and then put the vocal over it or something like that. Um, and like you say, I don't think anyone only likes one genre like I just don't think that's a thing Um, I mean it just goes to show that if
2: you know if you're a house DJ and you love Tech House a lot of the samples a lot of the vocals all all come from different genres mostly mostly old hip hop -hop. songs and R&B songs exactly so go educate yourself around where those samples have come from and see how they have been transformed into a Tech House track and that will straight away start to give you ideas of how you can do your own like edits and mashups because you can take another old school R&B track that's not been remixed recently I think they've probably all been remixed at some point every one of them you know one that's not been remixed or you know, yeah. do something creative with that over, you know, some new tech house tune and then straight away you're creating your own independent, unique yeah. version of, of of a new song yeah. by
0: creating that combination together. And that's um, that's instru- instantly transferable into a DJ set. So it's like, Okay, I've got a DJ set now. It's an open format set, okay, I've got this um, you know black eyed peas my humps or whatever and i'm playing that and now i can mix in the house version of it as well yeah. and then you're playing across two genres then so uh, again forcing yourself to mix different genres
2: i mean this is another practice tip yeah. here is something that i've done a lot and we've done a lot is these sample switch ups. so mm. you know find where the original samples yeah. are from and then get the the song that's used the sample try and figure out how you can transition from you know that that old school hip hop R&B song to the new housey version that's used the same vocal yeah. where are you going to have to loop and what part of the track are you going to have to pitch up or down if if the vocal's been pitched like try and make that transition and that's a good like tool to practice it's mm. a good you know way to approach practicing it's like a specific technique that you can repeat over and over um, did you just mention who Yeah, who sampled.com yeah, So go to that website and and obviously check out there, type in some of your favorite tracks and see where the samples came yeah. from and just start experimenting from that. Yeah, yeah I mean I,
0: I do that when we when we're putting together a new mix, I'll, I'll be like, right, what's the newest track out, usually a hip-hop track, and all hip-hop tracks start with a sample. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, okay, can I get this in? Sometimes you get it in, sometimes you don't, but I like, can I get this in somewhere? What can I do creatively with it? Um another point I wanted to uh, touch on as well is like, you know, a lot of a lot of mixes. If you watch our mixes or something like that, there's you know there's a lot of technical things going on. But just strip it all back and you know create l- long extended mixes. And you know in, in our last podcast we were talking about you know our extended mixes like Mixcloud and Soundcloud mixes are they important or not. Well, for practicing they 100 percent are. And you know you can you know record like an hour long mix using extended edits yeah. um, and just like I say, going back to enjoying the music thing again, but just kind of cutting out. Not, not being over too complicated not using too many effects things like that making nice clean long extended blends which is the fundamental part of DJing anyway it's what you're gonna to have to do in a club yeah for sure mm. as if well as other yeah. stuff like but that is it goes back to like if you're playing yeah. for four hours yeah if you're playing plus, four, four or five hours you, you can't be mixing out of every track yeah. after the chorus maybe so um yeah strip it back there's also you know if you wanted to add some you know pressure to it you can you know start live streams and things like that that yeah. will really help with your practice um said it a million times before but when something's recording or somebody's watching or something it just adds a little bit of like realization pressure yeah, um, yeah. that that can really help you out especially when you're going to transition uh, to you know what you want to do eventually which will probably be clubs or bars or festivals or whatever <laughs>
2: um i know for a fact that a lot of people listening right now is like this is great that's all good and well but i don't have the
0: time yeah
2: and <laughs> um, you know people say it, it we get it in emails we get it in comments and yeah. things people say like yeah how do we find the time yeah. like I just how don't often have the time.
0: how often should i
2: yeah practice? um and i get it like we're, we're all busy people yeah um and we have got to dedicate time to djing like it's it's if it's something we really want to do we've got to find that time and mm. where can we find that time and i think this goes back to just on a human level you know From anything, Mm. if if you've got a passion about something and you want to get better at it, you've got to put time aside for it, what parts of your day can you pull and swap you know, Uh Um, so a lot of people will sit and watch a lot of TV, it's the obvious one, you know you might want to switch off and watch TV and that's fine but how much TV are you watching a week? Can you swap, can you find an hour yeah. out of yeah. your, all the TV that you're watching just 100%. to DJ instead? Yeah.
0: You know? You should, but you should be, you know, it should be like within you, like you should be so excited to be, like it should be the only thing on your, like when I was doing it, it was the only thing on my mind yeah. was like, you know, even even when I started like at school and things, I'd get home from school or college or whenever I started and that would be the only thing I'd be thinking about or what yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah. Um, and like, even now I'm thinking like transitions in head and like what, what mixes with what. And like, it, yeah. I don't know if that's the same for everyone, but it should be like, it should that almost should come naturally to you. If you're trying to force out, you know, an hour here, an hour there, then it might just be like, a you want it just to keep it as a hobby. But if you're wanting yeah. to be in this. I'd get that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. this goes back to practice doesn't
2: always happen in front of the equipment. Yeah, we don't have time mm. to be in front of our equipment all the time. We've got jobs and things. Yeah. But like, if you're commuting to work, yeah. you can practice them because you can be listening to music, listening finding to new mixes. music, yeah, listening yeah. to mixes, yeah, listening back to yourself if you recorded a mix, yeah. just re-listen to it, and yeah, you'll yeah. learn a lot from that. So all you know, practice doesn't have to be on the equipment. No. It can be in your day to day. I'm yeah. constantly like searching for new music on Spotify, and yeah. I'm not in front of any you know in front of the decks, yeah. but I'm just like. Make, you know liking songs that I know will I want, want to put in a set or mm. put into a mix or something so that all goes back to practice yeah like one thing I'd say like
1: going off what you were saying about you know sometimes you're not feeling it and you don't want to do it but then like what I've experienced is especially now like like trying to produce music as well is that I find that if I just do an hour a day and then sometimes I'm not feeling it but then in that hour that I wasn't feeling it, I forced myself to do it, and I've made something really cool. Yeah. It's like so if yeah. I didn't do that hour, then yeah, yeah. I never would have found that cool thing. And it's the same with like practicing DJing. It's yeah. like you could come up with like a new transition technique or something. And yeah. if you didn't
0: do that hour, not forcing yourself to do it, it's like you never would have found yeah. it out. You and know you'll know? you'll never like regret that hour. It's like going to exactly, it's like yeah. going to the gym. It's like yeah, all right, yeah. sometimes you don't want to, but as soon as you've done it, you're like yes, yeah. Like I'm so glad that I did that. Yeah.
2: Um And obviously, we've structured our courses in a way so if you are someone who learns from watching and you know from Courses are from education in that way. Then uh, we've structured our courses in that way so that the the, the lessons are bite sized It's not like we teach you ten things in one lesson. Yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. like they're very much broken down into individual elements. Chronological, so can, exactly. So you kind of take the first lesson and you learn that skill, and then once you master that skill, you go to the next lesson and I can learn on, a different I, skill. I can, and can only combine learn them. that
0: way. I can only learn that way. I can't. Yeah. I can't go on like YouTube and pick little bits of things. I need. I need to be like, right, this is learned next. This yeah. is learned next. Uh, so that's the only way my brain can work yeah yeah.
2: so obviously check out our courses if that sounds like something that appeals to you on wearecrossfader.co.uk um, there is loads on there for all different platforms all different ability levels as well um, it makes sense to obviously plug it one time yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: if you want to get a course and use the code off the record yep. <laughs> Yeah, for, for 20%, 20% off, 20% off yeah. discount So, go DJ or no DJ? Oh, <laughs> are we Legendary? that Caused a bit of a splash uh, on social media on the podcast. And so many people have been just laughing at it, a bit, laughing at us being stupid. I think. Yeah. And I didn't think there was m- any more that I could find out there. However, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> there are plenty. So we have round two of go DJ or no DJ. If you haven't heard it. what go D- DJ or no DJ is, I have ten DJ names here. Some of them are real, some of them I have made up. So I'm if, so ready. If it's, go, if it's go DJ, they are real. If it's no DJ, they are fake. So it is round two, and we've give up counting the series of of if Danny or Jimmy's in, no, in the lead. Someone's gonna have to go back
1: and <laughs> we might. And
0: we might just, why don't. do we just do win? this? Is Danny's last one anyway? So winner takes all. Right. Okay. Wow. <laughs> but if I lose, then we're going back in there. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot on the line here. Okay. Right, let's go. Okay. So. Go DJ or no DJ? Name one. Go DJ or no DJ? Water ski. <laughs> just just water
1: ski? Uh, water ski. I'm going to say go DJ.
2: I, I feel
0: obliged to say no DJ to go opposite. It is go DJ. That is oh. a real water DJ. Ski. <laughs> 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 right. Uh, second DJ. Go DJ or no DJ? So oh, Before we go on, go.
2: I'm going to just go back to like, I've just got a shout out here. So, Brandon, okay? Yes. When you're thinking about a name, yeah. cool, obscure names are cool, right? But mm. water ski, if I was to type water ski into Google, <laughs> I am not going to find you as a DJ. <laughs> I'm going to find a million articles about uh, yeah. water skiing, okay? Well, yeah. So if you want people to be able to find out about you and your gigs and your shows and your music, <laughs> try and think a little bit more like, you know, if you're going to use water ski, there needs to be something else that people
0: type in. Jamie, if you got annoyed at water ski, you're going to get so pissed at the rest of these. Imagine we go upstairs after this
1: and type in water ski on Spotify. He's got like a He's million money streams. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Prove me wrong. Right. Okay. That is, yeah, keep, keep your scores. Right,
0: right uh, second DJ. Go DJ or no DJ. DJ Windows XP.
1: Oh, do you know what? I'm gonna say go DJ. I'm gonna say go DJ. That is
0: go DJ. Yeah, yes, hundred yeah. percent go DJ. Um, <laughs> third DJ, go DJ or no DJ? David Bruschetta. Oh, that's a great name. I'll say no DJ. No DJ. That is no DJ. Mate. But that, that is a great up. name. Well done. Well <laughs> done. Well done. Uh, fourth one, uh, go DJ or no DJ? Oh, this is. A good one. <laughs> Wait, let me get this out. Legs Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. see i don't know if,
2: he, if if uh lawrence has just got more creative but, uh, since last week have to think. What is it? what was it again know. legs benedict legs benedict i'm gonna say n-
0: no dj i'm saying no dj it is go dj Ooh. that is a real one nice. found that on soundcloud that soundcloud is a good place to just find these random ones yeah, I bet it is. uh our next one go dj or no dj pants and socks <laughs> go DJ. Go <laughs> DJ. Yeah, that is a real producer.
1: I think it was my producer, but it was found.
0: Um, our next one is uh, House Party Pete. I like that.
1: Uh, I'm saying I'm, go I'm DJ. I'm saying go DJ. That is no DJ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is no DJ. I well, that. it's up, up for
0: grabs. <laughs> uh, this one, you know, but I just wanted to. Give this to the listeners, basically, because it is my favorite DJ name of ever. Fun. Ross from Friends. Yeah, go DJ. So that I is, love Ross. That, from that, Friends. Is, a is, that is a great producer DJ. He's a real one, but some people might not have ever heard of Ross from Friends. Check him out. And I just thought that is just a great name for yeah. a DJ. That is a great so, name. So Ross from Friends. Next one, DJ Whey Protein.
2: <laughs> no DJ.
0: <sighs> go DJ. Go DJ. <laughs> <laughs> what? What?
2: Way protein.
1: Listen, I'm <laughs> tapping into stupidity. I, some people are
0: idiots. Oh, great. oh, DJ, Way protein. I mean, <laughs> he he, he's, already, he, he's open to sponsorship deals already. Yeah. So yeah. he's thinking ahead, this guy. Well, yeah. It's uh, bulking season, volume one. Uh, <laughs> uh, ET, phone or no home? No, DJ.
2: I want to say go, DJ. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is... No DJ, I made that one (laughs) up. I love that. Uh, The final one, DJ Sports Direct. Go DJ. Yeah, go DJ. That is a DJ. That is a DJ. So I hope you enjoyed the final, probably (laughs) probably the final ever one. I'll probably say that every week, but the final ever, go DJ or no Uh, DJ. That was great. Um, Yes, searching around SoundCloud. Did you get in a dark tunnel of random DJs on SoundCloud. It is a weird place. Yeah. Um, well, I was training behind there.
2: I, what was the scores? Six, six for me and
0: eight for me. Danny wins the whole... He is England because he's just won the World <laughs> Cup. The World Cup of good. It's home. No DJs. It's home. It has come home. I will have it it's coming home jingles next week. <laughs> <laughs> if we get knocked out, this is going to age really well. Um, our Discord is what I want to talk about. Our Discord is where um, you guys across the community come and have a chat about all of things, random things, good things, anything related to DJing. If you've ever bought one of our courses, you get invited to a private Discord as well within that. But if you want to just join the public Discord, um, come and join us. It is just, just Google Crossfader Discord. And you can ask questions. You can ask questions on the podcast. You can ask questions around you know your own controller, um, any tips you can share, your setup, things like that. Um, and this, uh, these are some of the questions from... Uh, You guys, this is a really good one, actually, and I am new to DJing. I just want to know, like, what the legality is of playing music in venues. So I download a song, and can I then legally go out and and DJ with that music? How does PRS work? Um,
1: So as far as I know, PRS works by venues paying a licensing fee, Mm -hmm. and then that is paid out to PRS, which is then paid out to the artist that made that song.
2: Yeah, That's where you'll find sometimes, like, Wedding DJs and event DJs get their own PRS license because they might be playing in venues that don't Haven't have gone. a yeah. license. Yeah. But any music establishment that's like its sole purpose is like it's a bar or it's a mm. club or you know it's somewhere that regularly plays music will have its own PRS yeah. license.
0: Yeah. So the venue um, pays the license.
2: Basically. But I mean, this is where you know Pioneer tried for ages to do a thing called Kuvo, which yeah. like you yeah. put a box in a venue and then it'd read the track information from the CDJs, and that is a way to then like create a track list of the night that could get sent to PRS. But obviously, like, DJs and um, establishments don't submit what's been played or who's been played. So yeah. it's very hard to attach royalties to, you know, what's have been played out by DJs. Have you two
0: had the guy in the booth? No. No, I, I, I have had it. So I've had it this over, probably over 10, between 10 and 15 times. I've been stood in a DJ booth, and a guy has come in the booth with a clipboard, and he's from PRS. And he stood there with me the whole night, just writing down every single song that I played. Do you know it's what? It's not happened for, well, it's not happened since lockdowns. I don't think I've had that yet. Uh, actually, no. One time after lockdown, he came uh, and I said to him, Shall I just email you <laughs> my Serato history? And he went, Yes, please. <laughs> That's like, night yeah. off for me. Yeah, He was like, I just went, Yeah, I shook his hand and he left. But yeah, it's a very weird. An awkward thing because I don't want a guy studying my DJ booth all night just, just watching me. But do you know what? I hate to tell you, but he's yeah. just a DJ and this guy trying to all <laughs> your tunes, mate. He's not even working. You, you know, who it was DJ Waterski. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never had it though, no. no I've heard about it, but I've not. never had it's, it. The, the, he's come up to a Warehouse a few times. Okay. Uh, but in Harrogate, he used to come all the time where I used to DJ in Harrogate. But he had to just stand there and write down all the tracks. I just thought, oh my god. I mean, if you love music, it's a great job. I guess mm. so, yeah. Just
1: sit
2: there writing tracks down. But, but yeah. yeah, if you you shouldn't need to go out and get anything else, you should be able to download the music, play it in a venue if it's like a proper music venue. yeah, they should be covering that side of it. But if you are rocking up to all sorts of different venues where you're bringing your own speaker set up and you know playing music off your own DJ setup with with your own speakers, then you might want to look into getting your own PRS license yeah sure. um
0: do you have to embrace the party life as of to become a full-time DJ?
2: Oh, this is a good question. This is a good one. Very good. Do you know what?
0: I'm going to be the guy here that's like, will openly say, I didn't.
1: Like, yeah. I've, I've never been like this crazy party guy that's really gone for it. Yeah. But I have
2: been the crazy
0: party yeah. guy. Yeah. I still, yeah. I still am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, so we've got, we've, we've, got the good, the we've got a good half-crazy yeah. yeah. I had 10 pints last night watching England. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess it, it's, I guess it's, it all comes down to the a person's personality. Do you have to use it to be successful? I guess what it is, 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 if if you want to be social and create connections yeah it's an obvious route into you know meeting people in your industry in your local area um that you know have the same uh, values as you and and you know connections are are made through friendships so if you Make a friendship over, you know. If you, you know, you finish your set and you, you go out to another spot on, you're drinking with the promoter from another place or yeah. a DJ from another place. Uh, it kind of goes hand in hand. You'll see that your same DJs on a weekend. If you've got a weekend off, you know, you can go and hang out with other DJs around in your area, and, and you just create connections that way, and it does help. But it's not like the be all and end all. There's a dark
2: side to it as well, yeah, though, because yeah. if promoters start seeing that you're just like the mad guy in town that or, that goes out gets pissed up yeah like it's a bit of the life of the party but then they're looking at you and like well will you be responsible to actually like not get too drunk during mm. the set because you know yeah. i need some some level of responsibility for you to put on a good job yeah and i think this is where you've got to be careful especially if you don't have a name for yourself yet you don't want the name that you create for yourself is oh it's just a crazy party guy that's always out yeah i
0: mean there's a limit to it because you know if you are the crazy party guy then generally you'll have like probably a big group of friends because you're always out and things like that. so then you can bring this group of people everywhere with you or so promoters are like okay okay yeah. you can bring 30 people with him like everywhere he goes but yeah. there is a limit to it like you're not going to be able to do that forever mm-hmm. um, so there are, I would, say, I would generally say yeah, definitely embrace it but obviously make sure that you still just remember it's still a job yeah uh, and yeah. also
2: don't try and force yourself to oh, be something yeah. you're not you no. know don't think oh well I'm
0: not going to get any gigs if I don't
2: go out and drink so I'm going to go out and drink even though I don't want to you know like, like you said Danny you yeah. weren't like you know Massively into the party scene, but mm. you've had a successful DJ career. Yeah. So you know it, it goes both ways. You've still got to yeah. stay true to yourself. Mm. Um, but it's just a case of like, if you're not networking because you're out partying and drinking, you've still yeah. got to find a way to network in, yeah. in yeah. a different way. In maybe a professional so, maybe way. social
0: media is, is, is better for you. Like yeah, a, yeah. social media can can be a good thing. Mm. I used to put out mixing things online. Did you? And things, and
1: yeah, yeah. I think even if you're not drinking, like you said, still try and be in a way confidence just talk to people yeah. sober, you know, like have that confidence to go and speak to someone and not worry about having to be drunk to do it. And like, don't get me wrong. I do feel like sometimes that if I had have been drinking a little bit more and partying mm. with promoters, maybe I could have got better opportunities. Maybe, like, but maybe not, maybe not. Exactly. exactly. It's like, out. it's
0: like two sides of the coin. You don't really know, but yeah, I yeah. think eventually, eventually all um managers and promoters. What want is reliability and that will, that's something that will come in time. So if yeah. you're if you're you know going out and partying and things like that, making good connections, you might get a few gigs early on. But then if mm-hmm. you're like hungover and yeah. you know you're turning up to your gigs late or you're turning up and you're like in a mood or, or you don't want to talk to anyone, things like that, yeah. Eventually that'll rub people up the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So again, like it is, again, it's a job. but It's a, such a fun job that if you if you want to embrace it, it's it's an easy thing to do. Yeah. Um, but if not, as well, again, you can be as a successful DJ without it. I think um, there's something else as well to say yeah. is that you've got to start putting yourself
2: in the audience's shoes as well. If you have been in that position where, you know, you're just feeling amazing in a crowd, listening to music, and you are quite drunk, and you understand what that feeling is, then yeah. when you're on the other side of the decks, you understand how that crowd is feeling in, in those different moments yeah. and how yeah. to sort of play into that. Mm. Um, and it doesn't mean you have to get drunk to get on a level with them necessarily. It just means that like the music you play, like what would you have wanted to experience yeah. at a time when you were quite drunk on the dance floor? Like, And by putting yourself in that mm. situation, you start to learn a bit more about how the nightclub industry kind of evolves and how music plays into the nightclub industry as well. Yeah. Um, and, and again, you know, if you're... <laughs> if if you want you know if you find yourself playing like dark dingy after-party raves then yeah. you kind of got to go to a few dark and dingy after-party raves <laughs> yeah. to understand what's going on what's going on yeah. like yeah. yeah so it does kind of go hand in hand
0: leads on to um, um a similar question actually you know what's more important as a dj skills oh, sorry for getting gig skills or connections it's an interesting one. It's a very similar topic, isn't it? Like yeah.
2: connections, yeah. Um, but yeah. you still have to have some basic skills. Yeah. Right? No, yeah. I'd say
0: I'd say connections is probably more important because, yeah. um it, it, as long as you can mix two tracks together, I've always said that you can mix anything. So, uh, as long as you, ha- uh, the connections is the hardest thing or take you longer time to do. Mm. Might not come as natural to you, Um, but making connections, it, it can literally make or break your DJ career? I'll I'll
2: paint a picture from my personal journey. So I was the person who, I I hate networking. I still hate it now. I I don't like going and like randomly going up to people and just talking to them. Like I'm a bit more introverted than that. So I really focused on my skills as a DJ. And what I did is when I got that opportunity, I would do everything in my power to make it the best gig possible, you know, to showcase what I was about. And to really like, do the best job possible for that said promoter. Yeah. And then that led on to good word of mouth. And, you know, putting on a good show, other promoters naturally see that and they go, I want a piece of that at my night. And I'd always be stay humble to it. And I, I'd never chase the next gig. I'd always just wait for it to come to me. Yeah. But that was because I just focused so much energy on like the output that I was, you know, I, I was playing the right music. I was you know, doing the right skills at the right time. I wasn't overdoing certain things, you know. So I really focused on it from that point of view. And I built my gigs up in that way, in, in a very organic way. Um, there was literally one time in my career where I reached back out to an old promoter and was like, look, I've just lost my Saturday night. I know we haven't spoken ages. Have you got anything going? Mm. Like, it'd be great to sort of pick something up again. And they hooked me up, you know. Mm. But that was because, again, I'd, I'd, I'd formed like a good relationship with them Way earlier in my career, yeah. and it was because I literally, it was really early in my career, and I went out flyering with them. I did all the extra things. I wasn't just DJing for them. I like really helped out with the night, and I put a lot of effort in beyond just mixing music. And that obviously stuck with that promoter. Where I didn't, I didn't speak to them for I don't know six years, and then I just randomly rang them out the blue, yep. and they hooked me up six years later because yeah. they yep. understood like that I had that work ethic. Mm. So um and yeah and then that paid off and it unlocked a load of other gigs again and for the next few years and I did more than just that one Saturday night and you know yeah. it evolved from there again yeah. so
0: yeah yeah I've, uh, this weekend going on from kind of that um making connections things i opened up a new club this weekend mm-hmm. which i've done that a few times it's always exciting and again it goes back to that thing of somebody uh, knowing you and trusting you enough to do it mm. uh and there's a lot of pressure in the new club because somebody's spent millions of pounds <laughs> somebody spent a lot of money maybe yeah. not millions but somebody spent a lot of money um, so you, always the owners will be there and the management and things like that they'll be scrutinised to the nth degree because mm-hmm. they yeah. need first impressions are everything Yeah, you know if you're going to a new club and, it, and you're going away this is whack like you're probably never ever going to go there again Yeah. luckily it was all incredible I was um, working with Antantu uh, is my MC on a Friday night uh, we put on a good show on there and it was yeah it was sick it was fucking amazing to be fair nice Um, Like I said, next week we will be back with another podcast, our final one, but we are going to be releasing a little series of working title, but crossfader cuts. Yeah, maybe. Which are just going to be little um, uh, moments from our three... Well, how, how long have we been doing podcasts? Years, well, three years. Five, six years of podcasts. Yeah. Loads of little clips and things to get you over Christmas and New Year, but clips from if we've had guests on or hot topics that we've talked about. And these will be the little, you know, five to 10 minute um, clips from our previous podcast, basically just to keep you ticking over. But we will be back with one next week as well. Uh, enjoy your festival, Danny. Thank you. And we will hope to see you again in next week's podcast. Goodbye. Peace.